How do you succeed when you only have two arms and limited time? Let's tell that story today. Of the world, what's happening? It's the RK3 show, and I'm that dude, Robert Kennedy the third. RK3, that's me. I'm ready to rock today, y'all. So ready, I feel like doing the intro again. Alright. No, I won't do that this time, but I'd like to do the name just like my son says I should. He's been watching YouTube videos, and he says that in order to be a famous YouTuber, you have to have a hip intro. Well, he didn't use the word hip exactly. He, I think he said lit or light or fire or spark or some, something happened, something having to do with burning. Anyway, he said that in order to get people to listen, I have to use the words ya boy before my name to be famous. So here goes. Let me try this. It's ya boy, Robert Kennedy III, RK3, and this is the show... Did it work? Am I famous yet? <laughs> I don't think it worked, son. Anyway, let's get moving with the show today. Before we jump into the podcast content, I want to find out, have you come over to the Speak Right Now community to hang out with me yet? What? Come on, let's go. Get over here and share some resources on public speaking, writing, and storytelling. I want you to be one of the one million people who tells their stories with confidence. Search Speak Right Now community on Facebook or go to speakrightnow.com forward slash community. If you want to get deeper, then head on over to the academy, speakrightnow.com forward slash academy. There are courses on goal setting, public speaking, speaking with confidence, blogging, and more. I want to share a quick resource today. A few episodes ago, I shared a book with you that I was reading, and I'm still reading it. That was Principles by Ray Dalio. Whoo! But there's also another resource that I want to share today. Here it is. It's called Communicating for a Change by Andy Stanley. That's Communicating for a Change by Andy Stanley. You can grab it on Amazon. Actually, I'll put a link in the show notes so that you can go to that and get it really easily. It's actually a book for preachers, but the points are salient. It dives into the core of connecting with people instead of just chucking information at them. And even with the intended spiritual audience, the content really provides some great frameworks for public speakers, presenters, and leaders as a whole. So yeah, I've got some preacher friends I know need to read this. Ooh, don't get mad at me. Read the book. The link is in the show notes. It's an affiliate link. Yes, it is. So click on it, please. (laughs) And now, the show. In our last episode, we had the opportunity to talk with Sarita Mabin about her book. If you don't have something nice to say, what do you say? 
And we also spoke about what she was doing to grow her business as a speaker. If you haven't had a chance to check out episode five, there's a link in the show notes. Be sure to check that out. Here's what I wanted to chat with you about today. Outsourcing. In the United States, when we hear the word outsourcing, somebody's always thinking, you you think about sending work overseas to a foreign country. And yes, that's an example of outsourcing. But today, I want to go a little bit further. I am a flawed human being. Yes, I admit it. I'm flawed. I'm not perfect. Shh, don't tell my wife I said that out loud. I have some stuff I need to work on. But one of the things I need to work on is not trying to do everything myself. You see, I have what they call Superman or engineer syndrome. I'm in recovery a little bit, but I'm still under construction. I've still got some work to do. So I say Superman slash engineer because those are two variations of the same disease, right? With Superman syndrome, there are, there are 10 things that need to be done and you believe that you can do all 10. And in many cases, you try to do all 10 at the same time. Like when my mom used to go shopping at the supermarket, she'd come home and she'd say, Robert, can you unpack the groceries from the car, please? And I would go out and I would try to take all of the groceries in one trip. I would scoop up two plastic bags and put them on one hand and then add as many bags to that hand as I could hold. And then I'd go at it with the other hand until it was all full and I had as many bags as I could take and I could feel the straps of the plastic bags digging into my skin. But I was not going to take more than one trip from the car. Now, the thing I blame my mom for is for buying eggs. She really shouldn't be buying eggs at the supermarket because they could not stand up to the rigors of the Superman trip to the house, right? And yeah, there were there were several mishaps with the eggs. And yet my mom never learned. She just kept buying them. <laughs> I'd like to tell you that I recovered from that, but my wife will tell you different. There's good news, however. There's good news, people. There's good news. I no longer bring in all the groceries from the car with just two hands. Now my sons do that. Right. Just to save them, I typically bring in the eggs first. Actually, actually, that's not true. We, we don't really buy eggs because I don't like them. Bad memories, I think. Now, anyway, the engineer syndrome is the one where you see a problem and you think you can fix it no matter what it is, whether you're trained, licensed or not. You see the problem and you feel like it's something you can figure out. Right. For example, you have a website and something goes wrong. And rather than getting help, I feel like I'm smart enough to understand the code. I mean, it's just a little HTML, PHP, CSS, C plus P. Anybody can figure that out, right? Easy. Okay. So the website example might not be good for you. But what about marketing? What about marketing? You can just hop on Canva or Spark or Pixlr, right? Throw up a few posts on Facebook and Insta and we're good, right? Or what about writing a book or becoming a speaker? I can just call up an elementary school, tell them I'm a a motivational speaker and we're good, right? None of these resonating with you? Well, take about 10 seconds and think about something in your life, something that you're messing around with right now that's taking more time than it should. What is it that you're trying to fix That's taking a lot longer than you planned. 
What is something that you're doing that's keeping you from doing the stuff you should be doing? You don't know it? Yes, you do. We all know it. We've all said this at one point or another. Wow, I really don't need to be doing this. All right. I wish there was a much easier way or I wish somebody else could do this. We've all said that at some time. Right. Familiar. I know it is. But for some reason, many of us hang on to those things and and we continue to try to fix them on our own. And I could expand this to so many more areas like our finances, our health, our diet and exercise, our relationships. The list goes on. We're all doing stuff that we don't necessarily need to be doing, and for a variety of reasons. A, we may not know we need to let go of it yet. B, we've convinced ourselves it's helping us grow, trying to figure this thing out. Or C, the biggie, we feel like we don't have the money to have somebody else do it. So what do you do? Communication, motivation, leadership, and more. You're listening to the RK3 Show. I remember my very first business. It was it was a website where I promoted gospel music artists through interviews, articles, and ads on my site. And the site was doing okay for the first few months and growing, but I was doing everything. I did the website from scratch every month, HTML, wrote it, coded it. Looked for the images, was working with fireworks and, and, and Photoshop and Dreamweaver. I made the calls to the record companies and the PR agencies. I listened to the music they sent. I handled the mail pickup. I dealt with the marketing and the invoicing. I dealt with the phone calls. I did all the interviews. I transcribed the recorded interviews. I wrote additional articles. I researched graphics and, and new technologies from the, for the websites, like how to move from a straight HTML, HTML site to an ASP database-driven website. I learned all of these things. And this was all in the first few months. While I still had my full-time job as a teacher, I was also singing with a group, recording an album, and oh yeah, being a brand new husband of a year and a half. It was a lot. And there was steady growth, but the real growth didn't happen until I did something. I partnered with a friend of mine who was running an internet radio station, and internet was internet radio was still fairly new at the time. And so we were on the edge of the industry and we were one of the first few sites in our genre to add a hybrid live recorded internet station to our site. And when we did this, site traffic went through the roof. And now we had ads and additional revenue. But I was still Superman. And I didn't understand how to deal with growth fully yet. And, and so tried to do all of it on my own, even with my partner. And what began to happen was my partner began feeling like I was squeezing him out and not taking his contribution seriously. And the issue wasn't so much that I didn't appreciate him. I just didn't know how not to be solo Superman. I was trying and I, and I brought in other writers who handled article writing, and I had some other people doing interviews periodically. I was learning, but I wasn't understanding all of this quick enough. And so just as the site began to reach its pinnacle, some of the work began to wear on me. And and by this time, I had two kids. It was five years later, and my partner decided he wanted to do something else. 
So he pretty much gave me the radio station and I had automated a lot of things with new radio software, but it was a lot to do. I was now presenting at conferences and and growing and I was still trying to handle the majority of it on my own. Any problem? Yep, I can figure it out or find software to fix it. I can engineer my way out of it. Musician doesn't have a site? Yep, I can help them build it. Now, in addition to the promotions biz, I'm running a website design and graphics firm while still teaching full time. So after six years, all of this began to affect me on my job, my personal time, and to some degree, my marriage. And I couldn't figure out a way out of it. So I quietly closed up shop on both businesses. Then I was still teaching for a while and and I lost my job. So back I went into the world of entrepreneurship, except this time I didn't have another job. I didn't have a teaching job anymore. I was 100%. And now I had to figure things out, but I still had Superman tendencies. So while technically calling myself an entrepreneur, I was effectively in a job where I didn't get paid as much, worked more hours, didn't have a boss, didn't have anyone else to blame, and was always looking for more work. And I was still trying to do all of that on my own. And so I reached a point in this business where I did hire some assistants. And this was my first six-figure business. But I was still doing a lot of everything. I was marketing, developing, training, selling, project managing, researching, and it just wasn't sustainable. So I transitioned from this business in part because of some bad decisions. We'll call those feedback moments. (laughs) And also because ultimately I was doing too many things on my own and couldn't manage it all. I had people all around me, but I was still doing the big things. And sometimes there were too many big things to handle effectively. And so ultimately, the story I want to tell you today is that there is no way to reach success on your own. Anyone who tells you they did is lying to you because all successful people figured out a way to leverage other people and other resources in order to grow their idea, their business, and their, and then ultimately create success. So in the time we have left, I want to share with you five ways to outsource your way to success. Now, Tim Ferriss addresses some of this in his, four, in his book, The 4-Hour Workweek. Now, although the title of the book may seem like you only work for four hours, it's really talking about how you can leverage others to handle many of the things that you subconsciously or consciously thought you had to do. And that's what this is about. Thinking differently, not thinking about how you are going to get it done, but creatively thinking about ways it can be done, options for completion. So here are five ways to outsource your your success. Way number one. Get an assistant even before you think you need one, okay? And there are a lot of places to get them. And and you start with having an assistant handle things like maybe your calendar or your email or your social media. Think about it. How How much time do you spend daily doing stuff? I mean, everything. As a matter of fact, I want to challenge you to do something. I want you to take note of every activity you do for two days And write down how long each activity takes you. Then I want you to go back over that list and look at the things that you don't necessarily need to do to be doing. If you look at this list and you say, OMG, all of it, I need to be doing all of it, right? Then you've got another problem and we need to meet separately to take care of it. Okay, so I want you to look at all of these things and and 
just get yourself in the mindset of what can I offload from my plate that I don't absolutely need to be doing. I don't absolutely need to go back and forth on email five, six times just to set one calendar event. I can have somebody else do that for me. I don't absolutely need to post those quotes, those graphics to my social media. I can have somebody else do that for me. Okay, so there are a lot of places that you can go. Upwork.com is a site that you can use. Outsource.com is a site that you can use. Remote.com is a site that you can use. Or Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Those are all sites that you can use to find a virtual assistant that you can use to offload some of the things from your plate. Way number two, ask a family member. Ask a family member to help you. So as I started my business and I was doing everything myself, but I finally learned that there were some areas that I could get help with. And so I asked my wife to help me with certain areas like invoicing. And she could handle that those things. You know, I, I don't want mean to sound like my that's all she could handle. My wife is amazing, right? She can handle anything. But that's something that uh, she was able to do in addition to her other job that she had. Okay, so she, my, I asked my wife to help me. I asked my daughter to help. So my daughter began to help with some of my social media, doing some of my Instagram posts. And before you know it, I, my son, my oldest son, asked me if he could help. And so uh, it doesn't seem like a lot, but something as simple as sweeping out my, my home office and organizing the clutter anywhere I leave information or leave papers or leave. He, he picks that up and he helps and I pay him to do that. My other son, my youngest son, he's asked me how he can help and and, because he's looking for money. He's asking me how to get paid. And I haven't figured out how to get him to help me just yet, but I'm working on that. I'm sure I'll find something for him to do. Way number three, automate, automate. This is the technology age. Yes, we are in the age of the Jetsons just about, right? No flying cars yet, but there are so many different technologies that you can use to automate different parts of your business, like the calendar apps. I use a a calendar app called Calendly.com, and that allows people to schedule time on my calendar, and then it automatically sends them phone information. Or actually, one of the things that I do is I use Zoom for a lot of my, my calls, coaching calls. And so Zoom integrates with Calendly. And so what happens is when they book a time on my calendar, it automatically sends it to my Google calendar and it also sends them Zoom information so they know where to call into or what link to click into. And it's easy. It's automated and I don't have to do that. Okay, if I've got mailing list sequences, sequences of information or or emails that I need to send to prospects, those are automated through systems like HubSpot or ConvertKit. Okay, those are those are ways of saving yourself time. Way number four, you might want to share resources with a colleague. You might have a colleague that has an assistant or has other resources that they have access to that you can share with them. Sometimes it's simply about opening your mouth and saying, hey, I need a little bit of help. Can you help me with this? Or can you help me figure out how to do this? I've seen a lot of success stories in co-working spaces where, where, where small business owners are sharing resources. Way number five, 
to outsource your way to success is simply to tell people what you want to do and then ask them to be on the journey. I found quite a few times I've, I've formed groups on Facebook or, or, or I've had events and I've shared with people what I'm doing and they've simply said, hey, how can I help? Can I do this for you? And, uh, and they have been some of not only my biggest cheerleaders, but some of the, 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 the biggest sources of, of getting things done in my business. So I hope these five ways have, have helped you. The biggest lesson is to think about the end goal, and then maybe you can brainstorm different ways to accomplish it if you didn't actually have to do it yourself. I want to challenge you to do that. Think about where you want to end up and brainstorm different ways to get there if you didn't actually have to do it yourself. Then look at the area that is uniquely you and go in and add your personal touch to that area and that area only. Well, that was a total mouthful. (laughs) And now I need some water. But I hope it was helpful for somebody, namely you. Yeah, that's right. You. Because isn't it about time? Isn't it about time you finally broke through and shared the amazing you with the world? Isn't it about time you stopped allowing excuses to stop sapping you of your greatness? Isn't it about time you made the world a better place simply by sharing your story? I say yes. It's time. We need you. The world needs you. So grab a mic and let's go. That's all we've got for today. Look out for the RK3 show on iTunes and Stitcher as we'll drop new episodes every Tuesday. Be sure to subscribe. Tell all your peeps about the show. And if you have an idea for the show, send your questions to podcast at robertkennedy3.com. Guess what, everybody? Everything that happens to you in your life is your stuff. Your stuff is your story. And your story deserves a stage. I'm Robert Kennedy the third RK3. And you've been listening to... The RK3.